Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again back to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and today's episode is entitled COVID Lies, Expert Warns of Poison Vaccines Part 2. And I'm going to be really short here, so without further ado, let's introduce our host, Mike. Yes. Hey, Ben. Thank you. And I am here. And yes, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome welcome all of you rock tumblers and truth seekers. And as you heard, Ben, yes, the vaccine is poison. And we have identified that and are continuing to identify that by Dr. Judy Mikovits with Mike Adams on his show Conversations. And we will put that actual episode up uh, for you guys. So, this is part two, as uh, Ben had mentioned, and w- w- we are picking this back up just about the place where, believe it or not, here we go again. You know, every time I learn, Ben, of what these injections could have in them, I just almost feel like I need another layer of duct tape around my brain. It's just it pretty soon is going yeah. to burst, and and my typical calmness you know my duck on the water I, I i start flapping my wings and kicking my feet no i don't have wings and webbed feet but that's boy boy there's someday yeah especially when i'm swimming for my life i guess maybe that's yeah. too bad but there's some days that i really feel like that's what's going on inside of me but yes absolutely yeah. within this particular injection that she is discussing now she brought up Lyme's disease, mm-hmm. which sort of, again, shocked me again that, yes, through these contaminated poison bloodlines that people that thought they were getting Lyme's disease from ticks, right? Lyme's disease was showing up in areas that they don't have ticks. So guess what? Here's the doctor that was in the lab saying, you know, there again, it's not a disease of transmission by an insect it is a transmission from an injection yeah wow yep i mean a lot of this stuff has boggled my mind and i don't not that our listeners need to know or whatever but it's kind of interesting to me so far in our podcast because i'm basically like one of the, the listeners except for on a few things because you've been doing all the research and stuff and i'm kind of hearing it for the first time so it's like some of this stuff is like what I'm like, wow. Yeah, it so, is. It, it's kind of neat sitting where I am. Not that I want to, I kind of want to get a little more involved in what, what, knowing what we're doing, but, but it's been kind of an interesting process, so to speak, just because I, I'm kind of sitting here with you, but I'm hearing it for the first time. And so it's like, wow. Yeah. It's, well, it's interesting for me, too, to hear your, reaction and to, to see your expression on your face and and it, it's sort of happening in real time for me as it is in you just to to hear the reaction uh, you know coming from you as a a viewer or a listener right uh, so to speak but wow never ceases to amaze me anymore it it's it's almost as if anything <laughs> really anything could is, be true yeah <laughs> and we, I know we've said it again. You know the the confidence that that I used to carry with the powers to be in this country 
have really blown by the wayside. It's it's it it's pretty yeah. it's pretty sad. Um, it is. So, well, rock tumblers, buckle up your seatbelts. We're ready to tumble some more rocks, and uh, you might want to pull out your pad and and pen and and take some notes uh, because there's more to come. So, without any further ado. Let's get back into Dr. Judy Mikovits here. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Millions of millions of dollars. Remember in vaccine court, you know, in the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, none of the safety or efficacy testing was ever done. That's the HHS's responsibility. So for 40 years, if you know a manufacturing defect, if you know how to make a vaccine safer, then you have liability. So think about in HIV AIDS at the height of the epidemic was 1 million Americans. Now it's 25 to 50 million Americans. Kill them, call it COVID, and you don't have to pay life insurance. You don't have to pay off the, the, the penalties, take care of these people for the rest of their lives. It's, it's trillions of dollars. It's as, as uh, Hillary Johnson wrote in the foreword of our first book, Plague, a disease to affect the economy of nations. And right there, she gives you in, you know, the history of everything. The blood supply was contaminated for 30 years because Tony Fauci said women and children didn't get XMRV. They weren't sick. They weren't sick with a virus, even though their immune systems looked like somebody who had uh, a retrovirus-associated disease, that cytokine storm, those T-cell defects. Oh, they were just crazy. And their children were just, they were just Munchausen's by proxy. So those women continued to give blood and were sick and never got treated, never got anything. Their families, the blacks, two to four times more likely to get to get autism, cancer, or even die if, if black boys are given an MMR shot before they're three years old. The, the, I'm going to jump in here real quick just before Mike Adams jumps in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just to kind of bring us up to speed. So she's all the way back into just regular vaccines going all the way back, not just to the HIV virus. And uh, right. recap quickly, was we did, if you recall the last episode, the, the HIV virus was injected by, and she mentioned uh, uh, Anthony Fauci. Right. He was involved in that. He he was trying to cover his tracks for for many years and 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 naming and and mis and misnaming and renaming mm-hmm. uh, uh, different conditions and reasons uh, yeah. that these people and children w- were being infected. Yeah, I th- I think part of this because I was remembering in my head part of this, and I think this section she had actually mentioned in the Stu Peters one that we also did a couple episodes ago. Um, so yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So you know, she going all the way back there, and and it, it just when you, you when you think of all of the vaccines that have been given, she said for almost forty years since at least eighty. I think she said either eighty four or eighty six. Yeah, and uh, might be before that. She even yeah. she even dipped into the going back into the seventies uh, prior right. yeah. prior to that. So, uh, wow. 
wanted to wanted to kind of bring that up, clear that up, and bring us sort of up to date in uh, in this episode here. So we'll get right back. Uh, uh, Mike Adams is getting ready to to kind of pipe in here. So okay. all right, here yeah. we go. The emotional impact of what you're saying. I mean, I I know it's it's reaching the people viewing this, and and there are moments I I feel exactly uh, the same way because we try so hard to educate people and to warn people to to think and and get the facts understand this covid vaccine is it's never been tested or approved as safe or efficacious uh, it's experimental use only you can read the ingredients of some of these you know the mrna platform is completely experimental and we have so many people that we've seen even del bigtree has interviewed i think three nurses i think it was three who were uh, harmed by it and then have have gone public talking about the neurological and musculoskeletal problems they've experienced. But so many people are pro-vaccine, pro-vaccine, pro-vaccine until they are maimed by this vaccine and the spike protein, which I want to ask you about separately. All of a sudden, then they realize there's this whole world of information of uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits and and Dell Bigtree and, you know, Health Ranger, Natural News and but they, did, they weren't aware of that world because we're all censored. We're all banned everywhere. They didn't find it until after they're injured, and now it's permanent. You can't take it back. And this is what we're dealing with, and it is very sad. It's, these are crimes against people. Right, and, 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 and this is exactly right. And I would say, I, I wouldn't say permanent because the, the message I spread is one of hope. Because remember, when, when my PhD thesis was published November 14th, or defended November 14th, 1991, everyone was dying of HIV. That was a week after Magic Johnson was found to be seropositive, meaning made an antibody, had been exposed, likely through a vaccine. Because what is he an athlete? So you know we that 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 can end today if all of those people pro vaccine realize none of the shots have been tested, the flu vaccine none of the shots have been tested for thirty years. You know, and Del Bitry and um, proved that the um, Informed Consent Action Network. You know, Bobby Kennedy, Children'sHealthDefense.org. So the good news right here and the hope right now is we can turn back. We do have natural therapies. You and I have been talking for decades about the therapies. We cured AIDS. We could cure cancer. We're doing it now with natural therapies. We have all of the people that have been talking. This need never happen. We have solutions right now. Well, let's, what about this spike protein? Uh, I know that there's been talk about solutions uh, against the spike protein, you know, for uh, a lot of people, there was a lot of buzz about shikimic acid. I, I, I talked about that, but also uh, encourage people to say, hey, we don't, we don't have any hard data on this either. We don't, nobody knows what works exactly against the spike protein and its ability to cause vascular damage and also blood clots and also to bind to ACE2 receptors uh, on the ovaries and the liver and the kidneys and even in the neurological system to pass through the blood-brain barrier, all of these issues. Do you have any information you'd like to share with our audience about anything on spike protein defense for people who have either, number one, already taken the shot and now regret it, or who have been exposed perhaps to other people who are vaccinated and maybe transmitting uh, spike protein particles. Okay, we're going to pause before this answer. And 
I wanted just to to wait until some of these people that are listening picked themselves back up along with their chairs as they were blown over by the comment from Dr. Judy Mikovits that, yeah, we cured AIDS. Mm-hmm. Ben, did you know that we cured AIDS? No. Did you know? And now just put some of the stuff together that we've been talking about. We heard just a few episodes ago with Stu Peters that AIDS was not caused by homosexual sex. Right. So we know that. Right. And she's talking now, and and of course I like the 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 lane that that Mike Adams is going into is he now he's he's, he's isolating it back to let's let's talk about well, current spike was it, protein. Was it AIDS or was it HIV that was? Well, well, it was HIV, which <clears throat> you know uh, was right was the cause of the you know the uh, uh, the the AIDS uh, syndrome. Okay, right. Okay, which is autoimmune disease, disease. syndrome. So, but. I mean, who in the world has talked about that? But she's saying, look, we get it. She was right there in the lab. Yeah. She knows what was going on. And she mentions this was just days after Magic Johnson was diagnosed. And she pretty much has a, has a, a relative idea of, of why he was diagnosed with what he was diagnosed with. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. but some of this stuff is almost unheard of and, and, I would I would dare say that some of our listeners are hearing this kind of like us for the first time. Yeah. Because well Mike Adams just said it and we don't want to miss this so much of this information is being squashed because it's it, it's being taken off of of certain platforms. Yeah. I guess for no other reason it is is that it's truth and and powerful people are being exposed. Mm-hmm. Shame on them. Right. And and you know uh, uh, let's you know let's attach ourselves at this platform and and get this information out as well. So I just wanted to make that point as though yeah. you know because I, I'm sure that when someone heard, yeah, well, H- HIV has been cured. I, I mean, the thing that popped out to me and uh, was when she said that none of these vaccines, including the flu, have been tested. Have been tested. I mean, yeah, that, like what? Yeah, thoroughly okay. tested, because yeah, and, and and of course, you know, she walks all the way back to the mm-hmm. kids that yeah. were that were being vaccinated as as three years and younger. The, younger, the the African Americans are were more likely to get to, autism. To get autism, right? Yeah, so that's what she's saying. Tested, and then no, you know, no uh, consent mm-hmm. uh, to inform consent for any of these things. People weren't told really any of the dangers of uh, of these things when right. it comes right down to it. So let's get back to his his question, uh, uh, which was a good one. Is she's she's delivering hope? Okay, so Mike says, okay, well, let's talk about the spike protein and in hope. And yeah. if if you've had the injection, you might have uh, a vaccine, uh, you know, remorse or injection remorse, or if you've been close by someone that's yeah, been vaccinated. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing that I caught yeah. on to was he said that if somebody, if you've been close to somebody that's been vaccinated, they can technically give you that spike protein or something. Well, so, uh, yeah. I was like, huh, okay. Well, that's what she's getting ready to answer now okay, because, yeah. he, he's, because people right. are saying that, you know, that, that the women's menstrual cycles are being, you know, affected because they've been in the, you know, the proximity with someone that's had the vaccine. So 
Hmm. That's kind of the that's the frame of this question that uh, that Judy, Doctor Judy Mikevitz, is getting ready to answer. Gotcha. So, all right, listen up, and here we go. Sure. I mean, there are lots of therapies. That's why I just mentioned HIV. So we know there's GB120 in the spike protein. We know there's XMRV syncytin expressed. So the simplest thing is not to express those proteins. It's not their presence, it's their expression. So we have lots of antiretroviral therapy as natural products. We know everything that would have prevented the infection naturally will prevent the, the the disease causation. So you want you want ozone therapy, you want hyperbaric oxygen therapy. You never want to take another drug. You don't want you want you want to know everything you're doing. You want natural products. You want quercetin. You can take nice ozonated creams like I just put on my skin. Remember, I got infected in 2010 with deadly XMRV from the lab. No sacomaly. I had a boatload of protein in my blood. And I'm just fine. Remember, Magic Johnson's just fine. What do you do? You stop the expression. You never inject yourself. You don't do immune activation. No GMOs, no fake food. Take their entire industry down. As, as our friend um, Dr. Zach Bush says, know your farmer, not your doctor. Eat clean, get out of their system, end it. End it all today and you'll realize health. We can fix it. We fixed the worst of it, and this is just, you know, this is the worst about the spike protein because it's the envelope of XMRV, HIV, and SARS. But again, we have a God-given immune system that has many, many type 1 interferon defenses. We've made many. I have two slides in a talk that I've given this weekend and at Glad Tidings Church um, in Yuba City last weekend, just go to Glad Tidings Church in the events page. You'll see me, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, um, Dr. Um, Henry Ely, Dr. Carrie Madey, um, Dr. David Martin, and I at a seminar um, last weekend, not the Memorial Day, but the weekend before the 22nd of May. It's right there. People can look and there are solutions there. I never get, I never, I've been trained by Dr. Rossetti, who is a co-author on that last book, Ending Plague. We wouldn't write a book, Ending Plague, if we didn't think um, that, uh, uh, you know, we could do that. But in order to do that, a scholar's obligation, what is a scholar's obligation? Tell the truth at all costs and communicate it. That would be legal scholars, church scholars, um, educational scholars. The vaccines, the word is, is po the, the virus is poison and, um, and you injected the poison, but we can decontaminate it. And I wouldn't be sitting here if we couldn't because everybody needs to take off the mask. Don't social distance. Touch people. Get yourself a natural, good healing immunity, and you'll be just fine. Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned scholars. This is a subtitle of your book, uh, A Scholar's Obligation in an Age of Corruption. And you're absolutely right. There are so many people in, in different areas of specialty, law, uh, medicine, politics, who could have stopped this and, and called it out in the way that Senator Paul is doing right now. But there should have been hundreds or thousands more voices. And there are some very brave voices, people stepping up right now, like Dr. McCullough uh, from Texas. That's not Mercola, who, who, is, who is also speaking out, but I'm talking McCullough also on, on top of that. There are different uh, people speaking out, but 
why aren't there more voices? How have we arrived at a, an age of science where it's science by intimidation? It's threats. Mm. It's, a, it's a scientific dictatorship mm-hmm. ruled by a tyrant, a, a, a little gremlin looking tyrant. You know, it's how do we arrive at this? Because it never was science. It wasn't data. Science is based on laws. It's not my opinion I'm talking about. Every word I've said in three full books for 40 years is based on a peer-reviewed piece of published data. So, But the peer-reviewed system has been corrupted, you know, by Tony Fauci, by the heads of H, by money. Um, our, our journals, our scientific journals, are commercials for Big Pharma. They're not independent research. We have not had independent research in our country since, um, I would say, since 1984. And we've walked through a march, Zika, Ebola, bird flu, swine flu, where we conned. It's, it's, a, it's a giant con game, and none of it's based mm. on data. You know, everything Whoa. that's ever been said mm-hmm. about me, you know, state. say anything you want. I'm ugly. I'm drunk. I'm, I'm I'm crazy. All of those things are true. But in the morning, the data are still the data and I'm still right. Why did that book read like prophecy, Plague of Corruption? You know, why did David Martin have all the facts? Why did all the doctors see the doctors that see the movie that see they've been lied to? Our school, our school kids aren't being trade, taught immunology. My nephew, who graduated from Arizona State a couple of years ago, he wasn't taught immunology. He, the kid, you know, he was flunking. And, and, and I'm like, honey, what's wrong? And he said, you don't understand, Aunt Judy. That's not the immunology you and Uncle Frank taught me. Because I didn't get married till late in life, and Uncle Frank, Frank Rossetti, is the is the one they grew up with as far as um, how much work. So the work's all been out there, um, but the 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 data have been covered up and and interpreted as something the data don't don't say, and and published in places like the Washington Post. The Washington Post isn't a scientific journal. No. And, and and when they did that a year ago to By me after shot. the movie came out, oh, Judy Mikevitz was debunked. You know, show me the data. All you said is she was, you know, why was I put in jail without a warrant? That's where your scholars come in. Where's the FBI and the attorney general? Read the last chapter of our book, Plague of Corruption. What did we do? We handed We handed a hard drive to the FBI and the attorney general. We have tens of thousands of samples in freezers where we could prove every word we're saying. Mm. What did the attorney general do? Sat on it for five years. Sat on it until my talk at the truth about cancer in Anaheim in October of 2019. Every bit of this. Okay. Does that sound familiar? Agree. Where did we, now you remember we, we did a podcast not too long ago with Stu Peters and Dr. David Martin. Uh-huh. And yep. she just said, what did the attorney general do do with this information? Yeah, sat on it. Sat just on Just like it. David Martin said, he sent everything to the DOJ and other agencies, and they did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And that was, yeah, that yeah. was last year, right after the, quote, pandemic had started, that he sent all this stuff like a month after, quote, everything started happening. Yeah. And she's got. Sounds like she's got not just plenty of facts, but but plenty of evidence. Oh she, yeah, they they have vials wow. of uh-huh. of actual evidence here. And I, I love the way that she says, "You can call me what you want, but at the end of the day, what are, what are the where's the what does the data say? The facts. What is it? Still yeah. the facts. The that, facts. 
Like we said on a podcast, the truth is yeah. still the truth. Yeah. That's one thing that we like about the truth. That's right. It's, it's the, the truth. truth, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is sadly believable. You know, that, that I think that's the way that we've, be- yeah. we yeah. began to, to talk about this because we, you know, so many times we go, this is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But now it's just, it's sad. It's extremely sad and it is believable. And so many people like her and some of these that have been uh, mentioned here just on this episode are are trying their best to get this information yeah. out. And I like what she said. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I like what she said about the immune system and that we have a God-given immune system and that take off the mask, touch people, socialize, you yes. know, get as as long as you have a healthy immune you know, immune system. Yes. Natural immune system. Mm-hmm. You should be okay. Yeah. I, so I, I like that, you know. Yeah, you took, that's exactly where I was going because she's, okay. she said, look, I've been infected. I have been infected. Yeah. And we can get better if we do this. And she's, she lists all those things. So, you know, th- those of you out there uh, listening, play this back, take notes, because I can tell you, I'm going to have to go back. There's some things that, that I've missed that yeah. I want to write down. She mentioned that church has a link to a conference where they yes. actually get into what you can do a oh, little bit more, I guess. Yes. And she so. mentioned, uh, I know that she mentioned David, Dr. David Martin was there, Dr. Yeah. Terry Madej, uh, Sherry Tenpenny. All of these are just champions of, of what is going on here. And these people are not just God sent, God given but they they are in the medical field and immunology and virology are are awesome so good stuff here uh well let's let's continue on here momentarily uh okay. not too much longer we have to wrap up so here we go the the washington post and and these other papers of course anytime they use the word debunked that's just a confirmation that it must be true um, because they say, oh, it's debunked. We have open borders, you know, or, oh, it's debunked, whatever. <laughs> but they, they've had to, of course, retract that, which I jokingly call rebunked. So, so now <laughs> yeah. it's rebunked. It's nice. back into bunked. Yeah. But they, they just throw that out without any evidence. Basically, the way they say it is if one person says, oh, that's not true, then the Washington Post says, well, it's debunked. But like you say, where's the data? It's not, you can't just have one person's opinion that just says, oh, none of that's true. That's impossible. That's not debunking. Debunking would have to be a, a scientific process of showing irrefutable, overwhelming data. But if you look at the overwhelming data, it's on your side, Dr. Mikovits. It's Absolutely. on your side. Absolutely. Yes. And that's, that's what has to end. And, and there are criminals at the top of every one of these organizations. You know, um, uh, uh, Dr. David Lewis, the whistleblower for the, who wrote the book Science for Science. I know him well, yes. Exactly. EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. They're only protecting themselves, and these playgrounds are full of garbage making our kids sick. Or the glyphosate in Dr. Stephanie Senev. So take the FDA, the CDC, the EPA, all of these government organizations, get re- restore liability to big pharma, end of scientific journals, take all the grants away that, that um, universities have, and take our system back. Sounds like a plan to me, Ben. Yeah, pretty good one, probably. And she summed that up beautifully. Mm-hmm. When we think, who are they? Who are these people? She said they're corrupt from the top. 
Yep. I mean, CDC, WHO, F, FDA, uh, uh, EPA, EPA, EPA yeah. I mean, right on down the line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think that's really the way to call it because you and I both know, and, and we believe this with all of our heart, our whole heart, I would like to say is, you know, if you cannot call sin by a trite name, then you will soon, if you are, if you are excusing sin, mm-hmm. what will happen is you will soon be defending it. Right, because you, you get comfortable with it. Yes. You know, the more you do something, if you, if you don't repent, so to speak, or, yeah. or feel guilty about it, once you don't feel guilty anymore, you know, the likelihood of you turning yourself around is slim to none. It, it really is. It can happen, but yes, the further you go that way, the further you continue in doing, like you said, that thing, then... You just get comfortable with it. Right. You have to see it for what it is. And God bless these people that are doing what they're doing and seeing these things for what they are. And I tell you, she, in my opinion, is is a champion, and not alone, but in a different way, because she was up close and rubbing elbows with the... What did uh, Mike Adams call him? Um, I don't know. A little gremlin, a little looking gremlin. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that it, made me laugh. You know, was... as, as somebody else, uh, <laughs> somebody else had mentioned. You know, hey, you know, the emperor, the little emperor, is not wearing any clothes. So we we've sort of got him. Uh, so we just need to hold the little emperor and many like him or like they accountable. Yeah. yeah. So well, I think with the way that we. Closing out here, the, the thing to do now, which is proper, is close out by appealing to our Creator. Absolutely. All right. Dear Father in Heaven, Lord, we thank you again for this format, this opportunity to share truth. We thank you for people like Mike Adams, Dr. Judy Mikevitz, and we ask a special blessing on each of them. May they continue to tumble rocks without fear. May they continue to stand up and speak truth without fear. And Father, as we close out this episode, our prayer is that you give us the strength to stand up and call sin for what it is. For we do not ever want to find ourselves defending sin, untruth, bad behavior, debunked, bunked, rebunked, <laughs> things that aren't of you. So, Lord, we thank you again for this time that you've given us. And as our usual or our little tradition here, Lord, may every intent of our thought be pure. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.